Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and our guest once again is the incredible, the amazing, the outstanding Pat Kane. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Dicky Duck Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. J-Dub, how we doing? Bay, Bay. Hello. Um, I've been doing a little bit of work on the side here. What's it going to take to see them shoulders, yo? Ooh, yeah, very exciting. Mine or Pat's? No, yours. My shoulders? Yeah, I want to see them hairy ass shoulders, yo. One day. Hey, I'll do a tank top episode. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, you'll just do it? All right. I won't even good. offer anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, doesn't take much. I mean, get, on, I honestly, want that hairy ass body on this show, yo. The hair is almost going through the sweater. So, you know. Uh, uh, Jamie, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I just found out that tomorrow I'm going to pick up a settlement check from my settle lawsuit. So. Hey, score one for the Celebrating. good guys. Yeah. yeah. Husky-o, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Speaking... It's only been like four years. Oh, nice. Well, you know, <laughs> SEPTA being on time? Come on. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> no. All right. Well, speaking of SEPTA being late, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in society. the show today it's the return of the mac the mac daddy big daddy kane pat kane i'll tell you he showed up on the show for the first time in september of 2021 he was one of our first uh we'll say he was episode number 69 uh really fun stuff but i'm i'm dating us but by the time of this recording we're on episode 229 aired today so by the time pat Kane part two airs it'll be episode 230 something so either way but so he was here early doors he was here before the mario kart challenge the game show the celebrity show 
like the live shows, the award show, all that kind of stuff, all before the big events. He was the first big event. His episode, when it aired, broke a record for views and across all pla- podcast platforms, which means he actually shared the episode with family and friends, which uh, doesn't happen as much as you'd think. Uh, but he, his first one, I'll tell you, man, one, still one of my favorite shows to date. It was the first airing of Justin being a co-host on the show after taking over for Pete. That's how long ago that was. So super excited to have you on, Pat. Thanks for coming back. But before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? It's a great question. I'm a great guy. I'm probably not the best one to ask for that, but I'm going to go with... See, I got to go with two. I got to go with two. I mean, there's very, very few movies where any of the other iterations are better than the first, but I would say between Godfather 2 and Rocky 4, you got the uh, two of the best ever. I knew you were going to bring that up. I 100% knew you were going to bring that up because I remember your older brother, Mike, we had an argument one night because he was saying Rocky four is better than Rocky one. And I completely disagree on that because I mean, Rocky four is great. And he has the speech where he says, if he's going to beat me, he's going to have to kill me. Right. I get it. Awesome. But it's not the original. Rocky one's the best. So don't, don't get twisted. I love winning the cold war just as much as everybody else, but Rocky four is not as good, you know? Oh, uh, we could have that argument another day. I, I will answer Godfather too, and I will prove you factually why Rocky Four was the best Rocky ever. You I mean you'll never find a soundtrack anywhere near it, at least. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the soundtrack for Four was pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, it was pretty. I mean, dude, if you look at it, the movie, it's like four big montages. Is the movie? You know, no Absolutely. easy way out. Right? That's a great one. Oh man, I'm trying to think. In a burning heart. Oh my God. And that's all Frankie Stallone, too. Absolutely. Love it. Survivor. Shout out. Fan of the show, listener of the show. Nice. Uh, Justin, what are you, Rocky 1 or Rocky 4? I mean, I am a a purist, so I have to say. I mean, Rocky 4 is probably like my personal favorite, but Rocky 1 is a better movie than Rocky Mm. 4. Correct. But like what makes me happier, like the way he like spins and turns at the end when he throws his hands up after he beats Drago. So good. The the speech at the end, too. If I can change him to Jonas and Jonas. I just watched the Creed 2, which is Drago's kid. And then he's still trying to bag uh, Bridget Nielsen, but she's 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 hesitant. They're both fighting for two things, you know, you almost want to root for Drago in that one. Sure. Sure. I mean, wait till you see the third one. You'll really root for Drago. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Disappointing. But (laughs) I mean, you know, it is what I mean. The first one was the first of the creeds is the best one. There's no question. But okay, let's keep Jane. What are you Rocky one or Rocky four? I've never seen Rocky or the Godfather. All right, Jane. Well, you're going to have to leave the show. I know. I feel ashamed. It's all right. I've seen, least... I've seen parts of them. All right. Well, at least watch the Godfather so you can chime in. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's keep it moving then. Pat Cheetos, crunchy or puffed? Oh, crunchy. Damn right. You're not a wimp. You're yeah, not no a doubt. puff boy like old Justin here. What about uh pancakes or waffles? I gotta go back to an old memory on that and say waffles, but it's I think pancakes might be better, but waffles have the uh nostalgia effect for me. Amen. Amen to waffles. Love a good waffle. All right. And then who do you like better? Chevy Chase or Bill Murray? Oh, I gotta go Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Bill Murray. Everybody loves Bill Murray. Cowards. Yeah. Everybody. No one, I mean it. You know, I like Chevy Chase, but he's not better than Bill Murray. 
And that's the bottom line. There's no one better than Bill Murray. I'll bet my hairy shoulders on it. All right. So let's keep it moving then. Uh, Theme park or amusement park or water park, Pat? Oh, water park. Because I don't fit on any of the amusement park rides. (laughs) There goes the cycle. I've had more fun. I've had more fun getting kicked off amusement park rides for being too large than I've had in most in the amusement park itself. Wow. Wow. Man, you've really gone like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, I, I didn't like. I know there's a height require minimum height requirement to get on the ride. I didn't know there was a maximum height requirement. I mean, some of these things just don't fit over your shoulders. And when you were, you know, I was probably another fifty pounds a lifetime ago. Mm. I was just more fat, so. Mm. Well, you look Don't worry, great. I made it worth it for everybody. I had the guy yell at me to kick me off in front of all these people to make it look like he was being mean to me. It was really funny. Right. You won the crowd. He was he yeah. was the heel and you were the baby face. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Love it. Nice. All right. Uh, let's keep it moving then. This is the important question, Pat. Okay. This is going to separate who you are and to decide the man that you're going to be for the rest of your life. Okay? okay. When it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flats? I, for the life of, like, for the longest time, and I've eaten, I've been in wing bowl, I've done it all. I probably get more of an expert topic on this. I used to be a drumstick guy all my life, but I have to say that the flats are so much easier, so much better, and make the flavor that much easier to deal with. Sophisticated so. gentleman. Way more, way more compact, easier to break apart. Once you know how to eat a wing properly, flats are always going to be your answer. Wow. Did not see that coming. I thought you were going to be a drum man all the way. I was going to call you Nick Cannon because you'd be on drumline. All right. <laughs> That's how much I thought you're going to love the drums. But I was no I was way wrong. Wow. But all right. Well, nice. So, all right, Pat. Well, it's been a while since we've seen you. How are things? Things have been interesting, Matt. Um, I Like I said, I, I myself had to go listen back to our first time speaking just to get refreshed on the topic and everything. Um, you know, I, you sit back and you laugh at certain points, but I really felt that the honesty of everything that we talked about was one of the cool things. So if anybody's looking through this podcast, go ahead and circle back to my first interview. You'll find a lot of good nuggets of information back there. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, life's been interesting, man. Like there were things that we talked about a lot of stuff last time I was on. And uh, I, I from that moment, to what's current now has been just a roller coaster of up and downs and a severe down and some some crazy little uh ups that have you know started to redefine my shape and character and get me back out there in a much better mind state so yeah jesus so like all right so like you're saying available now on all podcast platforms and youtube is your first episode right and for those who haven't listened we'll do a little synopsis uh you grew up a stud you played some hard-nosed football and basketball coming up then you met a girl, you had a daughter who is the love of your life, the apple of your eye, your everything, right? Uh, your daughter's mom passes away, you become a full-time parent, right? And this is while you're also trying to find like a, a really good, like a steady kind of job income and you're, you know, getting through a couple things, found, like trying to find like a better job. You eventually find a job, establish yourself you know, go through some hardships and stuff, but then that does, you know, being a full-time parent is, is, is his own hardships. We talked about, you know, the situation where your, your daughter spilled the hot oil on her, which was tough when she broke her wrist on the swing. <laughs> like, you know, she'd been through the gambit of a couple things. So, you know, and for everyone listening, you can hear all that stuff in detail. And you can also hear how me and Pat are the egg toss champions of the world. The title they cannot the take yeah so okay so all right so i mean so where we left off you know you've been you were working at are you still working at the same place nope 
All right. What, ha- <laughs> what, uh, what happened there? Because you were there for what, 12 years or something? Uh, so I'm going to try to let, 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 I have a better idea. Let's, let's stick to a little more chronological order of it all. Because the story since we last spoke all fits together pretty, uh, Love pretty seamless. So can't wait to um, hear it. Well, we left off. And this is why I said I laughed at myself earlier, because I think one of the last stories I told you was that I was about a month sober, a month and a half sober. Um, and trying out new things and that completely nosedive, but not in like a terrible, like I, I still don't drink alcohol. I smoke pot, but like I reformulated how I do things, but I'm no longer sober anymore. But basically the, uh, tip of that iceberg and doing that podcast, um, it ruffled some feathers with certain people, uh, specific to a relationship I had with a woman. Um, that was a very tough, tenuous, strenuous, very long, very hard, uh, very crazy story. Um, the only girl I ever dated since my, my daughter's mother, um, we and her were, had a, about a year and a half together and, um, we had broken up, uh, and then we started talking about getting back together again and she had a boyfriend and, um, things were in, in the space they were. And, um, somehow she met, she, uh, well, somehow she agreed to be engaged to this man, uh, and gave me every impression that it was never going to last. Uh, which led us about six to eight months down the line of there was going to be no wedding uh, while the entire wedding was being planned uh, without my knowledge of anything. So shows how much of an idiot I was, but it also shows that, uh, you know, even your closest people can do some of the uh, dirtiest things. And uh, it where, took a real huge blow to my ego. So, so wait, where were you guys like hanging out and stuff while she's like planning the wedding and everything? Or is she just saying like, this wedding's bullshit. I'm never going to go through with it. You're going to, I'm going to come back to you kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's ex- kind of exactly how it went. It was the, you know, two people that were damaged trying to find something and there wasn't anything there. So it was like very tenuous. Like I would bring her around my family certain points and it'd have a really tough time communicating because, you know, one of us was living a lie and the other one was being complicit in the lie. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of like, you know, it was a bad look on my part. It was a bad look on the public aspects of a relationship because you really can't tell the truth. Um, and it kind of just kind of, you know, grinds away at you. And, you know, like I was sold on this woman. I was sold on it every which way I had, you know. And like I said, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I think one of the greatest points I made in my last po- podcast and I'll reestablish to everybody is that one, I'm an emotional extrovert. So any of these stories that you hear, anything that I say is going to come off very easily and very effortlessly because I use my words to try to make an impact to people and hopefully either give them the tools to make better decisions or push them along to help them make a better decision. However, that comes is fine by me. Yeah. Um, and the second would be, um, I can't even think about it right now. The second I love, would be is that yeah. I'm a 51% responsibility guy. Yes. I love that. Absolutely love that. Still love that. Um, anything that happened in that time, whether as as bad decision making I was making or good decision I was making, you know, was I share the responsibility of that and always will. And I think it's you know kind of helped me form my way out after a uh, long period of of things not being right, knowing they weren't right, and getting into a worse situation because of it. So, uh, so this girl, you're you know, and Pat, you know, if this is too much, just if you don't, if this is too much to talk about, let me know and we'll change subjects. But this girl, it seems like. You know, like she did, she did have feelings for you and it was almost like unresolved feelings in a way. And you obviously had feelings for her and, you know, the you guys were doing a thing, but she also had this second life she was living while still dragging you along, it seems, right? Yeah. And like I said, I, I slowly kind of deteriorated off of the fact that I lost complete control of something that I cared about. 
Uh, and I'm not saying that I want to control, but I'm just saying lost control of any grasp of, of what to believe or what to confide in or what mm. to feel, you know, and, you know, I, I look back on it, honestly, and I say I wasn't the only one dealing with that. That was a two way street. Like that was, you know, hard time for both of us, regardless of how I feel it affected me differently than her. It's like, you know, one thing after the other, you mean, you, you try to make good decisions and you lead into a bunch of bad ones and then you try to make a better decision and it's even worse. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like there, yeah. there are certain ways that you can get drugged down about these stories. And there's a certain days that, you know, where you still, you know, I still in my head and I'm able to be honest about it, you know, wonder what ifs and, and if it could have been changed or what could have been done differently, but you know, yeah, ridiculous. I, yeah, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. And I honestly, it's tough because I feel like a lot of emotional damage goes into relationships regardless. Like I remember for a long time for me, I would be, you know, like, you know, when I was coming up, right. Girls didn't want nothing to do with me kind of thing. And then you almost like want to take it out on all girls. And like, there's some nice girls that you hurt along the way. Right. So like when it's, you know, I don't know if someone, uh, it, it, it is a difficult thing where, you're attracted to someone and you feel the same attraction, but it's you're you're leading them along, even though they're a good person. At the end of the day, it hurts you to hurt someone that you actually care about. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've been a person that that long talks about how they feel about people. And then when you know, even when I talk now, the, the bad and worse of it, like even if you're going to hurt me, I care about you. You know, I'm still going to care about you. Those parameters will change over time. You know, there is a deterioration or an adoration, depending on how you look at it, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, it's always been me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I always look around in my life and I, you know, I'm thankful now at 35, 36, you know, in my 30s that I come along to the fact that I, I love to treat people different and I love to cut against the grain and I love to lead with my heart first, even though mm -hmm. it gets damaged. I like to repair it and go back out there. And that's just always kind of been my philosophy is that if you're going to go out, go out saying everything you feel and be honest about it you know yeah yeah so yeah. i 100 percent agree uh james as being the only woman here what is it like to string a guy along and break his heart can you let us know oh i 100 percent agree with you what you said about guys because the same with girls too like um you know i i always think of the times that these guys fucked me over but like i know that there's so many times where like i've strung a guy along and you know hurt him which makes me feel bad but you weren't doing it because you were mad at that guy you were mad at the whatever other guys that that strong like this was kind of your way of getting back at all men for them treating you like for that one guy that treated you like that right yeah exactly yeah same but it, you know it it sucks Either way, being on either side of it, being like, you know, the one to hurt or the one to be strung along. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a it's a casualty on both ends. And then, you know, Justin, no one's ever really loved you and you tricked <laughs> your girlfriend into being with you. And I don't know how she's still there. I don't. I just, do not. I just am honest and I don't I just communicate really well. You know, she made you lunch today, didn't she? Sure did. Buffalo chicken lunch meat, little uh, Cooper Sharp American cheese, little uh, mustard. Because I've been doing mustard instead of mayo, and then a banana and a Nutri-Green bar. It's because he doesn't go to strip clubs. Yeah. Like, I don't go to no taking. I understand it. That's cool. I don't go to strip clubs. Matt does. Go back. No, I don't. And I don't like hot salad either, Justin. He likes and you've hot been salad. <laughs> you've been telling everybody strip that. Strip clubs and tank tops. <laughs> Look, I'll wear, I'll wear a tank top and show off, because I'll tell you, these shoulders... 
They might be covered in fur, but they're fucking cock diesel. All right, pal. I got some fucking shoulders on me. Right. Questioning the strength of the shoulders. I just questioning the the hair. Right. That's I mean, I'm made myself a note. It says, I want to see those shoulders. You'll see them. (laughs) You'll see them. Right. We'll do with. All right. Do you want to make it a thing? Where you like make a bet and then whatever I gotta I have, show you. The I uh, my chest hair I uh, only have in perfect shape. It is uh, like it looks like the Batman symbol. It's what everybody yeah, says. Yeah. I've been asked numerous times if I shave it that way, which I do not. But mm. I just have this perfect triangle mm. of chest hair. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So okay, so nice. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's not why your girlfriend's with you and no one knows why. But either way. So, Pat, (laughs) when you're let's get back to you, you're talking, you're in this relationship with this girl. Now, did this lead you down a dark path as far as like towards alcohol or drinking or 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 smoking or something along those lines? Nah, isolation, man. Isolation was the play I made. I, I, I carried I carried a boulder on my shoulder to anybody that would talk to me and I would just keep harping on something that I couldn't figure out. You know, and part of growing out of these things is the maturation process of of growing up and, and understanding you know what doesn't doesn't work but like man i i couldn't have been more isolated and and tried to introvert myself which is the and that's exact not you. opposite thing of who i am yeah you know? yeah so you're, i mean yeah you're the most yeah. extroverted guy you're the biggest yeah. like bring everybody in everybody's included let's all talk let's all like you're like the most welcoming guy so for you to force yourself into and this was like a self-forced isolation right yeah yeah so you really must have been in a dark hole. And I'll tell you, Jamie, and I'm going to blame you for this because women have this effect and it's their fault and your fault, especially. Oh, no. so, yeah. I'm sorry. I think I think narcissism is a is a trait that works in both genders uh, uh-huh. or any gender we want to define. So, I mean, like I said, you know, I don't have a narcissistic trait to me. What I was dealing with were some narcissistic traits from somebody else. Mm. Who am I to say who's the worst person? You know, I know how I treat people. I know who I am. Um, it was ugly. It was it was a heart being thrown around and ripped around, and it was yeah. damaging to everything and everyone yeah. or every one of us. You know, nobody yeah. escaped it. It got worse, and then she got married. So, um, you know, it, like I, I said, it was crazy, man. Up until the week of, it was it was like things were going to change, and then it never did. Yeah. So, and how I- did she break the news that she was getting married and not going to be with you? Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of like two months short of the wedding. By the way, the wedding's still on. It never was off. And it was like, oh, shit. And then it was like, I'm mad at you. So I'm going to send you pictures of me in my wedding dress. I'm mad at you. So I'm going to send you all this stuff so that you feel bad. I promise. Why I was she mad at you? Because I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't making enough money or doing other things because from a person of care standpoint, I was great. From what she wanted me to do, uh, it was kind of forced. It was, it was weird. It was a lot of detached emotions. It was, it was like, uh, I have, I'm a daughter, you know, I have my daughter and she's like claiming ownership of her over me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Not a it was fucking so, weird. so warped. It was so warped, you know? And like I said, you know, this is somebody I cared about. So even yeah. going through it all and saying these things, it's uncomfortableness to it because it's something that I still care about because they did provide joy to me in my life at some point, but the way it burned and crashed and burned just set me on a, on a tailspin. Yeah. of my own doing and like i said you know and i think i've also told you matt so everybody don't worry at home 
I don't tell a story without a happy ending. So True. we can talk as much bad as we want. I'm going to perk you guys up and leave you with a smile. It's not going to be any different. You always do, brother. You always do. But I'll say this, right? And this is from my point of view and Justin's and Pat, you probably have the same. Like when coming up, right? I was always a big guy, right? I was always devilishly handsome, right? And I had a messed up nose, but always a big guy. So it was really tough for to to like like to get affection from chicks, especially like the awkward phases going through high school and even after that. And it's really a blow to your confidence. And I remember I had gotten a girlfriend and thinking like, well, this is the only girl that'll ever be with me. Right. Because I there's and like I had gone through so much to get her and thinking like, oh, there's no other way I could get another girlfriend after this. And like and like dealing with so much bullshit and like eating so much shit and and like really showing my lack of self-confidence when you know and like hiding my real personality then i figured like you know i'd said fuck it and stop being the nice guy and there's so many times like being the nice guy and getting shit on by girls that i got sick of it and i started being an asshole to women and guess what more women came around you know what i mean like and that's just that's just the way it is and it sucks that like they in a way it forces you like the hate we were talking about it forces you to it like kind of puts hate in your heart towards women because of like the mistreatment of others now you're like oh now that i know i can do this i'm gonna start getting mine you know and i'm gonna start getting back at him james when you have that when you have a scenario of like a nice guy versus a dick Right. Like, do you always like it, I don't always know. the dick? I don't even give nice guys the time of day. Yes. yes. Which, that's like my fault. <laughs> and, and like like on it, like you're looking for things like stability and ownership and like 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 ownership of like their own things. And like you're not looking to to be like a sugar mama for anybody. You're looking to have a guy that'll treat you nicely, open the door, be like, want to be take, like take good care of you and protect you and all those nice things. But if they're a nice guy, you want them to go fucking sit and spin. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like you could care less. See, yep. that's not our fault, Pat. Like Pat, you're like the most caring, nurturing guy. Like you would legit give your shirt and your pants to anybody. You know what I mean? So it sucks that you, it, I wouldn't say get taken advantage of because you are an adult, but it's, you are, you do get emotionally abused when women see like you as, you, you almost like, like I remember being in the same situation as like, you're like a mark, you know what I mean? Like I can get this guy and I can do whatever I want kind of thing. Is that yeah. like, was that the I mean, situation? You, you create your own complex, you know, yeah. like, like, like I said, the, the most damage done in all of it was the damage I did to myself. Like yeah. I can, I can sit there and like, if you'd have asked me six months ago to describe it, I probably would have been a lot more brash at the way I would have spoken about it. But like mm -hmm. looking at it now from being removed from it and on, on an incline that's going up like, and, and improving every day, you know, it's, it's to go back there and be like, what have I gained in tolerance to be able to build my future? Like, what have I, what, what kind of, what have I formulated in my thought process about what's going to what's going to make me happy? What's going to continue to extend that happiness? Like, obviously we all have the givens. Like my daughter makes me happy every day. My, you know, the new job I have now makes me happy every day. My, you know, leaving my old job made me happy. Like, you know, and like through, through all this, like one reflects the other, like that relationship that I had with this woman that drove me to insanity mirrors the relationship I had with my boss that, that blew me out of being 13 years loyal to a company. Like mm -hmm. I was deathly loyal to my company 
Mm-hmm. And the abuse that I took in form of people holding weight over your head and deciding to use it when they didn't need to, you know, like yeah. I would complain about things at work and like, we need to improve this for our side of people so that we can be better. And then they would trap me on a phone call and try to force me to answer questions. And then I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. And people just like jump in on top of you in a conversation. And yeah. like, you go, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And all of a sudden you're getting written up and said that you disrespect people as your, as your primary basis of communication. And I'm like, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. but that was, that was it for me, man. It just kept steamrolling. And then like so, a lot of what you're saying, where you, where you mistrust women, you mm-hmm. start to mistrust all women, mm-hmm. but like, you know what? Sometimes there can be two consecutive bad women at the same time. And sometimes there could be people that are being nice and you misread them or do it wrong. But like to get away from one was a blessing to get away from my my job after 13 years. I couldn't have gotten into a luckier situation based off the fact that I was just like I was being so mistreated for what I used to do. Like I would have done like I said, same thing in my job. I don't care if it's cleaning shit up off the floor or saving somebody's life. You know, there's value in everything you do. So yeah. do it all and do as much as you can when you're available to, you know, and it'll get taken care of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. You're looking at like not wasting any time, positive time yields positive results and you view everything in a positive way. And that's a great thing. So you're <laughs> let's recap. Well, not, you know, not everything, <laughs> but so let's recap though. So you're in this relationship with this girl. It's kind of toxic. Things go south, right? Then you start introverting yourself, which really is a break from your character then you you go like the in that intro like being introverted and and that type of scenario transitions to your work life as well at from your personal life goes to your work life and like is that what kind of happened and that was yeah, so, kind of the step so yeah we'll pick it up like the the disintegration of of to the thing that the rock bottom hit when she got married yeah when rock bottom hit and she got married i i was so mad at everybody. Jamie, I don't even know you. I was mad at you. I was oh, no. mad at Jay Rich. So I was sorry. I was pissed at anybody, yeah. anybody who could wake up and say it's a beautiful day when it fucking wasn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I imploded. I, I I started doing things to purposely inflict damage on myself so that I couldn't let anybody else be blamed for what I did. Mm. You know? If, yeah. if 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 you're gonna break my heart and shatter it in a million pieces, well, I'm going to spend every dime I have and don't have and just throw it away and, and just burn it in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah. In yeah. front of everybody, but not say a word about it. Act like everything's cool and you're just sitting there funneling money and just incinerating it at a rapid pace. Yeah. The gambling, I was gambling on FanDuel and, and all these sports books and, and just with the intent to lose, with the yeah. intent to take my shit and take take it all. I'm I'm not redeemable to anybody right now until I can get to the bottom of it and then build myself up which was the dumbest decision any human could have made. Yeah. But you were hurt. You were hurt. I was obliterated. I was just, I I couldn't, I, I, my only way to get back was say, I'm going to win a bunch of money, but in my head, I'm like, I'm going to lose all of this. There's nothing I could do about it. Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to lose it all. And I, I gambled a bunch and I spoke nothing of it to anybody. And my job was disintegrated. I'm, you know, I'm driving for, you know, all over Jersey, PA, New York for work, you know, Spend it. I got easy pass going. I'm not paying my easy pass bills because I'm taking all my cash and putting it on sports that I generally I'm watching. I'm telling you, I'm watching sports you never heard of, but we love sports. Yeah. You know, like I'm watching, I'm watching like 
uh, it, just betting on things that there's no human, no human should do those things. The, 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 the thought that there's accessibility to things that, that the people can do so quickly was the worst. And to say that, like, we're looking at it, I did it all in from the comfort of my own bedroom alone, locked in a room, you know, with no, with, with, with nobody to, to switch it off. And I, I only chose to talk to anybody I could. And I was, for the most part of it, stone cold sober. Just my head would not turn off, and I just wanted—I wanted to burn, burn it all, and I wanted mm-hmm. to—I wanted to just erase the memory and create so many bad memories around me that I could look around and be like, "She wasn't the worst thing that happened to you. You were." Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. You wanted to use like you wanted to create a fire of hate, and that burned everything around you. Yeah, I dude, that's tough. That is tough, man. Yeah. And like we said, Jamie, it's your fault. You're a woman, so so sorry. Yeah. On behalf of all women, we suck. <laughs> it's yeah. not your it's not your fault, Jamie. It's not your fault. Like well, I said, I made I made sure it was my fault. So uh, I am one of those girls that go for the yeah. shitty guys. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, where uh, were you when I was shitty then? Jesus. Yeah, jeez, Jamie. <laughs> I was Real being nice. an asshole to everybody, you were, you were man. You were alone. You were alone in a room gambling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Real quick, though. Uh, two things. One, we're at everyone's new favorite segment, so we're going to come back to this in a sec. But it's now time for J-Dub's questions, asking some questions. J-Dub's questions, new favorite segment. J-Dub's question segment. Pat, J-Dub's going to ask you some questions. Uh, you're going to give him some answers, and it's going to be a lot of fun. All right? Go ahead, Justin. Take it away. Hey. Uh, ba, 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 ba. He knows I hate that. I know. Have you and I hate bones? hot salad, too. No, you don't. You love a hot. <laughs> he comes over, and he's like just eating a Cobb salad. And he was like, oh. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, this is kinda so cold. And he goes and he puts it in the microwave and nukes a cob salad. I'm like, what? And he's like, you gotta have a hot salad. You bastard. Room temperature to cold salad. You bastard. Weird. Weird. Yeah, no, it's not true. Nah, I don't, I, I'm married. Yeah. I don't go to strip clubs. All right. Have you, have you broken any bones? Uh, only my hand. I've never really broken anything. Just torn other stuff. Not never broken bones. Just the hand. You should see you the size the of his bones. It's fucking, he's huge. Uh, playing football, smacking it between two hand the helmets. Just yeah. Greg, it was nothing, nothing. Playing college football. FYI, didn't even make time for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat's what six ten? Pat six eleven? Something like that. Six six, close enough. No, yeah, you're taller than six six. Your head six six. That's true. <laughs> it's a dream car. Uh, I don't really have a dream car, but like the car I always wanted when I was a kid, and you know, this is the stupidest thing ever, was a Rav Four. I don't know Toyota why. Toyota Rav Four, great the car. Toyota was safe and always things. But I don't have any. I'm not a car Dude, guy. I would dog. like to be cheap as hell so I could afford other things. In the words of Kanye West, "What the fuck you think I rap for to push a fucking Rav Four? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't rap, so but I'm not a rapper. You yeah. could be Patty Cake would be your rap name. It'd be great. There you go. It'd be great. I'll tell you, I'm not going to lie. I love a good Jeep Grand Cherokee. I love a good Jeep Grand Cherokee. Great They're car. Cheap. No, I mean, but it's still not a Ferrari. You know what and I mean? This kid who was a rapper and he drove a RAV4. <clears throat> I used to say it to him all the time. I was like, the fuck you rap for when you push a RAV4? <laughs> the boy have a kid and it holds a car seat. It's an economical vehicle. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Keep going. If you had to select, so like aliens come down. 
and you have to select one person to be like Earth's representative, who would you select? Mm. A very good question. If I had to send one representative, I quite possibly, I, I know, can I can I use a, a like a non-real character? I have to use a real person or can I use a character? Whoever you want. Answer it however oh. you want. I'll send him Ted Lasso because I'd love to see how that conversation would go. You know what? He be I first off, yeah. best show. Love the show. <laughs> Incredible show. And the third season just released. Great show. Dude, I'm a huge Lasso fan. I just love to see how that conversation would go. They get tired of oh, it. We're great. gonna leave you all alone. <laughs> It'd be great. He would get dude, that is the perfect person to send. Lasso would be great. He would. I agree. Completely agree. Go ahead, Justin. When's the last time he threw up? That'd be a long time. Probably like three plus years. Damn, Dude, just this from is... like probably right around COVID time, but like right around when COVID popped off, like that February before the March was when I got I got really sick. I was like 320 pounds and I lost, ended up like over the next year losing like 60 pounds. Yeah. But that was it. Right then I got really sick, but I haven't been sick in a long time, knock on wood. So. Dude, Pat's one of these guys where he can drink a whole case of yingling and not break a sweat. You know what I mean? Like he can down some hooch. Yeah, you know? really not even for drinking. I throw up all the time. Yeah, that's because you're a child, Justin. I, I am a child. I've died <laughs> of a ten year old. <laughs> you don't eat uh, green food. Yeah, I, I, I have. Yeah, I have the diet of ten. I yeah. like. I ate a whole bag of cookies on Sunday, and then woke up and didn't feel good on Monday. And I was like, Why don't I feel good? Oh my god, I'm like that too. I don't eat all day, and then like starting at like eight, I'll just eat like ice cream cookies. Chocolate, dude. I bought a box of Oreos the other day and a tub of peanut butter and ate both the whole things. Oh, totally. (laughs) I could do. Did you get the Oreos and the peanut butter? Yep, just put peanut butter right on top of the Oreo. Love it. What did then I get? Then I would get like M and M's and just dip the M and M's in the peanut butter so that it was like an M and M Oreo cookie. Yeah. What what just happened here? Wait a second. (laughs) Let's back up the truck. We're backing it up. What are we doing with the Oreos and the peanut butter? So we got the Oreos and the peanut butter. Obviously, what kind of peanut Jif. butter are we talking here? We're talking Jif. Extra okay. creamy. We don't need the okay, chunky. Creamy. No, I like chunky yeah. sometimes. I like, I like a good chunky. Well, the chunky could this. work. The chunky could work, but instead of having the chunky, you add the M and M's into the oh. into the cap. So then you dip it in. You got the crunch without the peanut. I like you know? that. Right there. <laughs> Pretty good. Whoa, baby. <laughs> Old Uncle Maddie just died. I don't know where I'm at right now, but I'm, yeah, when I want to just fucking cry, I'm doing this. Yeah. Oreos, Oreos mess me up. Yeah. Justin, we've talked about your bowel movements so much on this show. I just can't tell you how much I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Oreos. I'll eat a sleeve of Oreos and the next day just poop midnight. Oh, God. Really? That's yeah. so weird. Like, yeah. like, you ever take Pepto Bismol? You know how that turns your shit black? No, but no. I know iron turns your shit black. Uh, well, if you drink Pepto, it'll turn your shit black as yeah. well. If you eat a bunch of Oreos, black shit. Dude, do you do the or? I'll tell you, cookies and milk still the gimmick, man. I I oh, love dude. cookies and milk, bro. The the gimmick is this: you have a fork, you get the Oreo, yeah. you put the fork in the cream of the Oreo, dip it till the bubbles stop. When? Game over. Before the sweet Lord took milk from me, I used to be the type I would drop two Oreos right in my milk before I even started. Let them just go down there and let them sink. I'll find them when it's all over. Oh, my God. Dip it down, crush a whole sleeve, and at the end you have that sloppy... Oh, and you gotta like hock the cup upside down. Yep, you're, you're still talking about a sleeve. I'm talking about an entire box of Oreo cooked. Like, dude, I'm talking about all three du- double stuffed, there. double stuffed, yeah, whatever stuff, dude. I'm adding peanut butter and M and M's. I got enough of everything to go to kill a horse. Yeah, dude, double, dude. Have you tried the mega? Mega's a game. 
Yeah, but there's a point where it gets a little gaudy. It's like the yeah. oops all berries. You need to have the other you need to have the other cereal with the with the cat. Like you no can't rain, just, no rainbows. Yeah, you yeah, can't just have exactly. all beautiful things. Otherwise right, right. it won't. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Go ahead, Justin. Uh Selena Gomez or Halle Berry. No. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What? Selena Gomez. It better or be Halle Selena. Baldwin. Uh I I'm gonna go with Selena Gomez. Did you say Selena, Selena Gomez or Haley Baldwin, Justin? Haley Baldwin's the one that's married to Bieber, right? Yeah. 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 I everyone yeah, says Gomez. Everyone says Gomez. But how about Halle Berry or Jennifer Aniston? Are they beefing? Holly Berry. I yeah, no, it's Holly who's Berry. our we're oh, men. We can oh. we can just choose women with no criteria, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really invested in the Selena Haley thing right now. Are you so I just let's that's what wait, I really want to say. What wait, 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 say Haley Bieber, by the way. They have tons of beat you, oh, you yeah, yeah. you're a pro Bieber or t- pro no, he's saying you should have said, Yeah. He's saying you should have said it correctly, Justin. Yeah, She's yeah. married to Justin Bieber, so her name is Haley Bieber. Oh, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> Dumbass. Burping on the fucking recording. I've been with Justin day Justin since day one, so we're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, you're a writer. You're a writer, that's for sure. Wait, what is the beef with Haley and Selena? Uh Haley because... Bieber. Oh god. No, you you, you take oh. this one, Jamie. Up <laughs> yeah, Pat. I don't think you should. Yeah. <laughs> what's what the, what's what Jamie? Because like Haley, Haley Bieber, and like um, uh, what the Kardashian uh, Kylie were making fun of Selena, and then so everybody like uh, Kylie was the most followed chick on Instagram, and she lost like a million followers. Everybody went to go follow Selena, and now Selena's the most uh, followed woman on Instagram. They were like making fun of her eyebrows and like. I don't know. They're just being really mean to her for no reason. Damn. Mean girl shit. That exactly. Right. That's what it is. And people are like, hey, don't pick on Selena. Unsubscribe. Yeah, so subscribe. Nice. Yeah. Please. She's probably just. A, yeah. Like if she that. saw Justin in the street, she would she kick him in the be. face, which more power to her. There's a there's an alternate universe where we end up together. There's there could Wait, be. Wait, who? Selena or Haley? Selena. Uh, he, want, uh, he wants Selena. Oh, it's all about Selena. All right, Justin, go ahead. That's all this podcast is really for. <laughs> hey selena uh ba, 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 ba. do you want to see matt's hairy shoulders don't you want to see his hairy shoulders he's seen him i've seen his hairy shoulders i've been I've, i think i've chest bumped him more than anybody maybe besides his own brothers probably probably yeah. more yeah um, he so back to egg toss sometimes. he was hairy back then yeah sixth grade like, <laughs> like dumb things you believed or like things you didn't know like i'll i'll go first like when i was a kid i thought lincoln was shot with a cannon i just i didn't like you know i just i thought till i was like 20 years old i just thought lincoln was shot in the back of the head with a cannon because like you see pictures of the revolutionary war and everyone has cannons i didn't know if like pistols were maybe that popular you thought I cannon till you I was thought like an actor carried a cannon i thought like the second was story empty. of a theater and shot him in the back of the head with it with the cannon <laughs> yeah for like a very long time like to the point where, like, I was a, a full-grown adult. I was like, John was booth shot with a pistol? I was like, are you sure? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, and I didn't say out loud what I really thought, but I was like, I thought he was shot with a cannon. I don't know why. By 20 years old, you should have been through that lesson in school several right. times. I'll give you one more just because I'm feeling generous. I thought Syracuse was in, like, South Carolina till I was, like, I don't know, 26 years old. Well, They're the orange men. There's no oranges in New York. It makes no sense to me. And somebody at the bar was like, yeah, like, yeah, the game's at home. And I was like, 
the games is in New York. And they're like, yeah, that's where Syracuse is. I was like, no, it's not. And they're like, yes, it is. And I was like, the orange men play in New York. And they're like, yeah, they do. So I, I have to, I have to just interject here because when you said that it immediately, your first one immediately reminded me of something that I've carried with me for the longest time. So my favorite movie of all time is glory. Oh, great film. There's a great reason why it's my favorite. And it's because the first time I ever watched it, I thought they won. I thought the end of the movie, they won. They got over to the edge. They got there. I was like, it's like they won. They sure didn't. <laughs> like, and I must have like blocked out the first time I ever saw it because like the second time I saw it, I still didn't notice that they were all dead. Dude, the two I'll tell you, two things come to mind. One, first off, Carrie Ools is in that sleeper great actor. Second, when the when they're whipping Denzel and the one tier so good and then at the end when matthew broderick's leading them in front of the other union troops and they yell give them hell 54 and then fucking that just gets you so fucking hyped and then uh, they all and then they all die spoiler yeah. they all die, all die. <laughs> every one of them died denzel morgan matthew broderick andre brower they all end up dead yeah but great dude Great movie. My Great favorite movie, movie of all time. I love it. I love that. I think I the first time I saw that was at your at, at, at your dad's house. Probably what makes it that and Shawshank. I would give Shawshank up there, obviously. Love Shawshank. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh Justin. Uh oh, I did know another thing about Justin that people don't know. It is on this show, and he stated it out loud that until a month ago, maybe, maybe two. He didn't know that the word trauma had a U in it. And he <laughs> went, he works in the medical industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seen it so many times. And I was writing a joke about like blunt force trauma. And then my phone was like, do you mean trauma? And I was like, that is for trauma? <laughs> yeah, you thought it was drama with a T. <laughs> T-R-A-M-A, right? That just makes sense. This, that does make sense, though. Yeah, it it does. Language yeah. Is, is one of the worst things. The English <laughs> language is terrible. Yep, you're not wrong. So, okay. Let's keep it moving then. Uh, what else you got, Justin? That's it. Do you have any questions for me? You can say no, Pat. You don't have to have questions for me. You don't have to uh, talk about say no. What's your favorite game that you're playing right now, Justin? I'm currently uh, back into Cyberpunk. And I, I don't know why, because that game's wild. And I get hammered, and then I normally play it, and I wake up, and I'll be like, the hell did I do in this game last night? <laughs> Cyberpunk's good, yo. Cyberpunk 2077. It's fun. Have you ever right. played No Man's Sky? No, but I do know exactly what it is. Yeah. I've heard of it. Is that the game that's supposed to be like endless? You're supposed to, you can fly yep. like everywhere or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it's in space. I've been doing that. It's not bad. So uh, the creators of but that. I always go back to Red Dead. Uh, sold their company to LucasArts, and the concept is they're going to make a Star Wars game like based on that model. Oh, Where baby. like the worlds are like you and I could play the game and have a completely different experience. Yeah. They're yeah. going to the Outer Rim. And... I, heard, I heard Harry Potter was supposed to be really great. But, like, mm. how can you make a whole Harry Potter game and not let you play Quidditch? Mm. Well, because it's currently outlawed. Wait, wait. There's a uh, there's a but, Harry but, Potter but, video game? Yeah. 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 It's like yeah, how, Harry how Potter. On, and it's on, like, the systems, not on the phone? No. no. Yeah, it's on the, you, you have not heard of this. You can explore the whole cast. No. Never. No. Outside. Is it, is it, it's like an open world format? Yep. And you can learn spells. You can pick which house you want to be in. You can be evil. You can be good. Does everyone I pick Quidditch? But you can't play Quidditch. But are the Quidditch grounds even there? Yeah, there is. It's wow. like somebody died last year playing it, so they won't let you play it. What? 
In real life? No, it's in the video game. That's how they explain that you can't play Quidditch in the game. Oh, oh. so it's post. It's post. I know where it is. I know when. It, I know when it takes place. <laughs> I don't even. I read all the books. Potter. I have no idea. You read all the books, then you would love the game. See, that's the thing. Like, I never. I was never really into it, but the game does. I've heard from reviews from people who aren't into Harry Potter who are like, "This game is awesome." All right, I'll give it a fucking smack in the dick then. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So, all right, let's keep it moving then. Uh, real quick though. Uh, Jane, you touched on that you're receiving a settlement from SEPTA. Are you legally allowed to say what happened? Oh, yeah. Um, back in 2019, um, a trolley rear-ended me. Damn! Yeah, I was so pissed. What kind of car, car did you have? Acura TL. And the funny thing about it is, like, I didn't even realize that that's what happened. Like, I thought, I thought it was a fender bender. I was making a laugh. Had my turn signal on. And then, like, I got, like, bumped. And I'm like, what the fuck? I get out of the whole trolley that hit me. (laughs) (laughs) What? And they said they're not, like, you're like, all right, let's trade information. And they're like, "Uh, SEPTA? Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, my friend that was with me, I guess the police station was right down the street. The cops said, um, told her that the SEPTA police was would handle it and then um the set the police were like oh you're good to go so i thought i was good to drive home and i wasn't and i got stopped by the cops Ooh. yeah and, and were you like under the influence i wasn't under the influence when i got hit by the trolley okay. but i was when they got on me <laughs> yeah yikes <laughs> yeah Not still cool. don't have my license back but well i wasn't allowed to get mine until i was 24 so Why? Uh, the trolley tried to do a hit and run but it got you know went right down to the wire yeah, I'm in, yeah, yeah. I'm in Maniunk driving, and the PPA is in front of me, like ticketing a car. By PPA, then, you mean Philadelphia Parking Authority, mm-hmm. aka and, uh, the biggest cunts you'll ever see. Oh, this gets better. So I'm stopped, and dude gets back in his car, and then starts reversing, <clears throat> and I honk like two, three times, and then he just smashes into my car in reverse. You're like, you think I was honking at someone else in front of me, dumbass? So I get out. And I started yelling at him because it's like early on a like a weekend morning and I've just no been one hit needs by the CPA. This. No I don't one needs this. It. No so one. then I finally go through all the process. I have to get two different estimates done, submit both pieces of paperwork. Then they'll determine which one they want to pay for. Cut me. I gave up. I was just like, I don't care. That's <laughs> don't... how they get you. That's yeah. how they get you. They you get a lawyer? You quit. No, I just gave up. I was like, I don't care. I'm not dealing with this much paperwork. Yeah, I wasn't going to sue SEPTA, but then I got the DUI and I was like, fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck them. Good. Well, I'm glad you got your settlement, but I'm not glad that they, you know, you got popped. I know. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. So enough of this bullshit. Let's keep it moving. Let's get back to Pat. So where we left off, Pat, is that you're in a self-induced coma of isolation, I'll say, where you're heartbroken and you're you're hurting yourself so that no one else can hurt you as bad as you've hurt yourself. You're digging a deep gambling hole. And uh, yeah. And the girl, she got married. And then you're gotten. Did you get into like a fight at work? And they're like, that's it. You're done. No. So um, basically right around Christmas, uh, I go with my dad uh, to his country club um, to spend Christmas with my brothers, sisters, stepbrother, my stepmom. Everybody yep. goes up. A really good time yeah uh the last time i was there a year prior my ex was there with me 
Okay. Uh, so when I went up there that weekend, unbeknownst to me, really, I came down with a good mood and good intentions, and I started feeling a sort of some sort of way. Uh, I found a loophole on PayPal. Okay. Where I could withdraw thousands of dollars that I didn't have, and they would just keep giving me thousands of dollars. So like in like a 20, 24 hour period around family, like celebrating Christmas, I gambled like eight eighty five hundred dollars and lost every cent of it. What? All of it. Wait, how did you get the money from PayPal? And how did you get it back? So uh, I didn't I didn't get it back. They kept <laughs> like I, I would go on the, 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 the website and I would request a deposit and then it would sign me into PayPal and it kept letting me take out thousands of dollars. Like I don't know why. Did I it know do I it like did it like sign you up for a credit card or something? Oh, like, I know why. Because it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, a Friday night or a Saturday. So it basically reflected that I had gotten paid, and there was basically like no limitations on the weekend. Because if I had done it on like a weekday, it would have been gone the next day. Whereas I did it on the weekend, I was able to just take everything. Like I money. I seriously, I woke up. I woke up on Tuesday morning. I was like negative fifty eight hundred dollars in my checking account. Like just completely torched, like everything torched. Oh, so that everything. money reflected in your bank account. It wasn't like you were taking money from PayPal oh, and never. It, no, no, no. It reflected in my bank account. It was That's negative awesome. six grand, oh. like, and I was like, oh god. And I took yeah. like a day or two, and I and I I finally just opened up about it. I called my brother, I called my father, I called my mother, and I was like, this is what I did. I have no idea how to fix it. I have no idea what I've done. I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't do this anymore, though. So. Well, uh, I was able because I worked 13 years from my other job. I do have like a 401k that I was able to like kind of offset the like put myself back to square one so I could pay my bills and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I lost I lost everything I had. I lost every penny I had. I, you know, to this day, I my, all my credit cards are still maxed out. I'm, I'm starting to finally work them down. Like I, I put myself and like I said, this is including, you know, another $10,000 I put on my credit card, like all losses, like 20 grand in, in a very short period of time, like the, yeah. but money I should have never have touched, like money I didn't want to touch, money I just wanted to be rich so that I could solve all my issues. And that wasn't going to solve it anyway, because I would have found a stupid thing to do with the money if I had won, you know? What kind so, of sports were you betting on? Like I saw the other day, there was like, uh, it's like a juggling kind of com combative juggling now yeah. we're talking like tier three Japanese tennis where you can watch the video of them playing, but you can't actually see who is who. Like we're talking like cricket in like Bangladesh. We're talking uh, like army. I remember army Navy game played that was played that Saturday. I bet thousands of dollars on that. I like, I, did you I just, ever win? Like, no, I would win. And then I would like, I, then I was chasing three grand worth of losses. So I'd put an $800 bet on this game to win. And then I would lose. And I would put, like, some of them were heartbreakers. Some of them were literally, I remember the last bet I made, it was like I had just gotten home from that vacation. It was like a Sunday. I was able to take another $800 out. And I bet on some Japanese-tier basketball, a team that was down, like, nine that had, like, plus, like, 1,700 odds on $800 to try to just even myself out. And I just, they, I think they were, like, they were about to win and then lost. And I was like, that's. I could have like, and you have to understand and you're betting on these sites, like they offer you a buyout. So like if your odds on to win it, like they'll offer you like $3,500 on what you could have won 12 grand. They'll offer you money as a means of getting out. So you can like buy out and win money back. But I was just like, I was, I was gone, man. I was gone. I was just off the deep end. And I didn't. I, and the worst part of it is, is me. I could talk to anybody. Couldn't say a word to anybody until I finally was able to accept what I did. Yeah.
You, you, and you kind of like, and part of you was like, I'll make this right and no one has to know and I don't have to hear all the bullshit again and all that, right? Like, you didn't want to hear about it too, partially, right? There was no end game. There was no end game. It was, it was, it was, it was a temporary insanity. It was, it was, like I said, the, the, the panic that went through my body while I was doing it, the stupidity, the knowing it was wrong, the knowing that my daughter was in the next room and I was just completely mortgaging like both of our futures and just, just shooting it all to hell, man. Fuck, oh, dude. Yeah. That's tough. So what was your come to Jesus meeting? What was that? So like I come out of that and I'm finally able to start talking about it. When I finally able to start talking about it, like I finally started to feel a little bit better because I was able to explain where my pain was coming from. Yeah. You know, and everybody knew it, but I was able to finally put words to it from my own, you know, from my own accountability standpoint. Yeah. But like I, 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 I like I said, the, the end result of what I was looking for was to break myself down where only I could rebuild. And I started from ground one to like from ground zero again for me. Like I started, you know, being emotional in front of people. I started mm. telling the truth to people that were very uncomfortable to tell the truth to. Mm. I started, you know, finding people that were in really bad situations and explaining my situations and being able to see eye to eye with people. You know, it started to, you know, bring me back and like, you know, the one the like, you know, and, and Jamie, this is where you come in. You know, the one thing that helped save me besides wow. that I have to give myself all the credit for it. It was a woman that saved me. Oh, okay. I had a, a, uh, a friend that's been a friend of mine for 15 years um, that got concerned about me. And when she got concerned about me, she took time out of her schedule and her family life and everything she was doing to come and visit me and sit with me and talk with me. And yeah, see, I, women I, aren't that bad. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said this is where you get to come in. You get to be the savior, too. You're not all that bad. So, um, <laughs> so um, I was sitting in a car and I was being very emotional. And, you know, basically going over with a, another female, everything that another woman had done to me. Yeah. It was very, like, like, I didn't want to talk about it. There's certain people I still couldn't talk about it with, but I had a friend that came out of out of the blue and said, sit with me and let's, like, you're you're falling apart. Like, what talk, you know? Mm -hmm. And I sat and talked and I got emotional and I cried and I came out of that moment and I was like, this is where it stops. Like, I got good advice about, because I hate, I hate people that tell you what to do. I like people that let you figure it out on your own. I try to be the same type of person. Like, I don't give advice on what you should do. Right. I give you support and then you get to figure it out on your own whether you make yeah. the right decision or wrong decision i'll be there you know yeah so um i took that moment and i you know i started to heal um and while that was happening i i was taking a long look at my job and i and i was just like you know i tried to make amends with people and explain to them that like listen i was struggling at work because i was struggling in personal but my job was saving me from my personal struggle and then i my boss kind of was like i still don't like you and I'm like okay well, that's not, not something good to work with. So, like, let me figure out what I can do. And I was driving to work one day upset. I uh, was all the way out in North Jersey, in Irvington, New Jersey. And I asked the administrator, who's the first person that I walk into when I walk into their office, the first person I always saw. We had a great friendship because, you know, one of my philosophies is the first person you see when you walk in the door is usually the most important one. Because um, they'll be kind of set the mood for everybody else, how they treat you, you know. So I, I asked her about a job. Um, if she had a connection in Philadelphia for a job and, um, that afternoon she called me back and she's like, the president of this company wants to meet you. And I was like, okay, so I'll take this meeting tomorrow. I'll, you know, take off work because I don't give a shit about my job anymore. I hate everybody I work with. Yeah. Uh, not everybody. I, I loved everybody I work with except for two people. And those two people were both like my bosses and they were just shitty people. And they're making your life hell. Yeah. They were just, they were making, they were making it seem like I was the one with the problem and I was the one with the problem, but. I was never a person that would mistreat others. Like I was only mistreating myself. So there was no, like I wasn't walking in and trashing people. I was walking in and trying to improve things for people because I was trying to improve. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I took this interview with this lady and she's like, Hey, do you know anything about construction? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> she's like, well, I can teach you everything that you, you, we do here. Like we want you, we want to hire you. So in the, in a moment I was just like, I'm done. Like what, as long as you can pay me comparable to my old job, I'm leaving and I'm going to just jump into a new field and do everything a different way. Yeah. Um, so I took a new job and, um, that same female that we talked about, that's been a friend of mine for 15 years, um, turned out to be somebody that is now like my current best friend that I've ever had as a female in in this world. Yeah. Um, it's a long way to go. She's actually, um, in the process of coming out of marriage, um, and has children and lives in a, basically the equivalent of a different state. But, Mm. um, I have a best friend that, popped up into my world and like gave me my energy back and my sense of self back. And like I said, I've talked to her about it and I can talk to anybody about it. Like I used to be the person that would give credit and be like, you saved my life. You did this for me. You saved, you gave me the opportunity to claim what was mine again. They gave me the opportunity to, to figure it out on my own. Like a door opened up in front of me and I was the one that opened the door to let somebody in. You know, I wasn't, somebody didn't have to pull me across the finish line. I I said, I'm ready now, you know? And like, yeah. you know, I just kind of like this whole every day I wake up and I'm, 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 I have my feelings back. I have my, uh, everything back. The only thing I really lack right now is a bank at the fish and bank account after all the damage I did. But like, you're working towards that. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take, it's going to take a long time. Like I said, I, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I can't just step into a hundred thousand dollar a year job and, and fix it. If I, you know, if I could, like I would do something like that. So like, that doesn't, I mean, even that wouldn't fix everything, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you, like, like I said, if, if I handled the debt, I would be in a position that I'd be able to do a lot more in life. Like I, at this point, still to this, like I said, I have my best friend and like, she's been great to me, but I'm not dating, you know, uh, currently the situation, the way it is, like I have to dedicate myself to my daughter and my career uh, and try to, you know, make amends and atone for what I did wrong and mm-hmm. kind of also give myself credit for, you know, being somebody who uh, in a very short time in this new career, I have like a bunch of crazy breaks have fallen my way. And I'm, I'm around a bunch of people that support and look into my eyes and tell me that, like, there's something different about me and what I provide to all the people I work with, with meeting with these all these trades and general contractors, like everywhere we go, it's a room full of people that enjoy me. And it's like part of the one thing I knew all along is that I had the personality and I just didn't have the support. And now, like, it's all kind of shifted. <laughs> and all the support I have is like some of the most incredible stuff I've like could ever ask for i have a a supportive boss i have a daughter who's seen me through the ringer and sees me happy now and embraces it you know doesn't doesn't ask for a tab for the mistakes i've made but wants to build a better future with me same thing with my friends same thing with you know i found the love of all the things that i really wanted all along you know i used to always used to push for uh to have a wife or to have this or to have something i always used to push for what do i really want and try to get it but like i figured out more over time that i have it all along and it's accessible Mm -hmm. to me whenever i want it you know in the same vein like coming out of this debt and all this stuff that i had like my brother looked out for me and he's like i got money 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 we can do it's like you you know you have to recapture your personality because there's nobody built like you you're different Mm -hmm. You know, I'm your brother. I can, I work well, I make good money, but I don't, I don't have a, I can't hold a candle to the way you treat people and the way people's faces light up when you talk to them and to hear the inspiration that they draw from you when you tell your stories that I'd never tell. I would take them to my grave and never admit to making mistakes. And you just sit out there and you're just like, you know, showing the scars from when you banged your head against the wall so that somebody can be like, oh man, I need to wake up before I make the same exact mistake in my life. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right, man. 
you wear your emotions on your sleeve. And I'll tell you, as a man, right, that is a very difficult thing to do. And it does take a lot of courage to do that. And you should be very proud of yourself, man. You're finding yourself, you know, it sucks. Like going through, you know, my old man used to say he had the best saying. He used to say, everyone wants to go to heaven. No one wants to go through hell to get there. Right. So there you do got, Hey man, we talked about last time on the show. You got to eat shit and like the taste of it sometimes just because like, you got to do what you got to do. And if you're finding yourself in a better place where you're motivated and you're working and you like what you do, that transcends to all parts of your life, man. And I'm happy for you. And I'm happy that you can help, you know, it helps you and your relationship with your daughter and this friend, she's just like your friend, right? I mean, I have every intention of of making that something better when there's time for it. There's such a like we between the two of us, we're great. Mm-hmm. But it's there's so many more things that are play. Like you know, there's so much that has to be done. Like I couldn't, you know, in full honesty, you know, if I wanted to, I can't, I can't start to build with what I have right now. I'm not mm-hmm. ready, you know. And she's she's going through a divorce. Like she's just in the early stages of something, and it's not ready. It's you know, yeah. it's gonna. T- she's got kids that need to go through school you know that we're getting into a whole different philosophy of of what my you know what what i thought my life was going to turn out to be what i wanted what it is and what it took to get there so like i'm looking at it now and i'm like i don't want it like i i I like this woman a lot and the number one thing i don't want to do is drive a wedge between her and her kids or do anything like that so i'm willing to very patient with things because I'm asking for the same patience in my life so that I can afford the right way of doing things and not just say, make a bunch of false promises and say, I can handle it when I'm not ready to handle it yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, like, I, I, but I, but I truly like, even on my worst days or even on her worst days, like the friendship is like the greatest thing about it. It's the one thing that I've kind of learned in this new last year since we last spoke is that like all these extra relationships and, you know, girlfriends and all that, like, they're nothing without a friendship. Like I, you know, you can, all of those feelings, how great sex can be, how great anything that you can find in this life can be. Like if you don't treat people right on a basic human level, you're never going to see eye to eye with them. And if you, you know, create uh, an, an unstable atmosphere around them, it's going to fall apart, yeah. you know? So yeah. like the best thing you can offer is stability and be honest. And be, like I said, the number one thing I carry in my life is honesty for myself. I don't ask anybody to speak like me. I don't ask anybody to be like me. Mm-hmm. I do. I do say to people that they, you know, when you're at your wits end and there's nobody else to talk to, it'll all be bullshit because I'll still be here, you, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, it's the same thing with you, Matt. Like, we, you know, I've, you've been family to me for a very long time. Same. The number one thing that I know is that if I needed you tomorrow, you'd be there, you know? Amen, and I, I don't see you every day, but, like, it's the thing. And like I said, even Jay Rich, he would be there, too. If, if the need was there, he, he'd fight somebody for my kid. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, I don't know what Jamie. Jamie, uh, Jamie, I wouldn't want to get you in jail again. We got to watch out with this. I know. I don't want to go to jail again. Been there. Been there too. James, can uh, so speak, James? Can I ask you a question though? From a female point of view, is it possible for a guy and a girl to be close friends? Just close friends? Um, rarely. It's not like. I'll tell you, my wife is like is my best friend. Right. But that's because we've both decided to build a life together and be in love with each other. Right. Like that's part of like, yeah, like and also we're with each other every day. Like you have to have inside jokes and be funny and all that stuff like that's part of it. Right. But it wasn't like she was like my best friend on the first day. But I don't think we would be best friend. You know, like. I don't think we'd ever be this close unless we were like married and in, in, intimate, you know, every 10 years or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you know how marriage is, but either way, 
But you know what I'm but saying? Like, like, I yeah. think what you're saying, and I agree with you, like, like I, cause I shook my head. No, like you, yes. In what you're talking about, but like, we're talking about like being your best friend is in like to go back to the basics in the relationship. Like I, 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 I say she's my female best friend. Cause I've never had one before. Yeah. Same. I've ne- never say, in my life ever had a female best out friend. Out of all the guy friends I've ever had, I have more guy friends that I've hooked up with than guy friends. I haven't. Right. Right. I'll say this too. A guy like, there it is, you know, a guy will say, oh, we're just friends, right? And you know what I mean? And like, and he'll say like, oh, yeah, I would never. She's like a sister to me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they're Whoa all trying to fuck. Fucking shit. Amen. <laughs> all of no them. Such thing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Like I that. said, I, I, I cut it. I'll cut around it, but I'll just say it straight up. Like, I will be dating this woman. It's just not official yet because there's a lot of legwork to get through. Yeah, to get through. yeah dude. Like yeah. I said, part of it, part of it is actually being available for a relationship and not technically being labeled as married. So, Pat, I'm not a registered therapist, but like this does sound pattern like behavior. You should explore different opportunities before you invest invest yourself fully into the same scenario in which oh (laughs) yeah don't chase another married woman talk to uh, pat do you talk to a therapist no dog i would not that expensive it's a great resource it's banging you know do it do you do it justin yeah well i don't anymore because i'm a piece of shit but i deserve to and need to greatly i'll be your therapist just yeah yeah but like i said not even though things look like they're looking you're looking in a mirror sometimes you're not sometimes you're literally dealing with something completely different but like i own that out there i understand a million percent man i was like he was like i'm talking to this new chick was like sick and then he was like and she's married and she's got kids i was like god damn it pat you understand that's the same fucking thing we just talked about so there's a story that goes back when I first no, no, met her I know. I, I'm 15 just... years ago, but I hear you. Yeah, yeah. you're free to have it, dude. I'll, I'll, we can bullshit all day, all night, man. We can, we don't have to be on on the recording together. We can talk about it all day. I'll teach you. I'll get yeah. you up to speed, J Dubs. You know. Yeah, I believe you. I'm just, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Man, are you still? Are you done gambling, Pat? Ah, uh, yes. I, yeah, I mean, like I said, I like, I, like I'll do like the family pools for ten dollars and stuff like that here and there. But like I. What I when I got my new job, I got a new phone, and I lost all my access to all my gambling apps, and it's like the greatest feeling of freedom. Yeah, I've gotten to take from it all because it was bad. It was but ever but ever, but like that's the you know what's crazy is that like that was nothing that was ever kept from us even as kids. Like we were gambling even as kids on small shit, right? Yeah. Like you're come up like we would you're always betting something or whatever. Like that shit's always been there. But it does. You're right. It can escalate. That shit. I'll tell you. That shit is gambling is fucking dangerous. And that shit's. You know. It can, if you, it can get you in a bad spot, Justin, you're the same way, right? You're not allowed to play I, the uh, ponies anymore. Yeah, I have a bunch of stories we'll tell at a later date and time. But yeah, I don't gamble anymore. Mm. For, yeah. for for very good reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I did the I, same I, thing you did, but I did not pay the money. I <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. Like, it's the funny thing is that if I'd have been a casino, I would have never spent that money. If I'd have been, oh, it wasn't the internet so makes it feel so easy. Phone. I had so I had a real life bookie who had a website, yep. so I could bet online, but then I had to give him real money. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, I would run my account up nuts because it didn't feel real, and then I'd be like, oh shit, god damn it. Like, goddamn, the Packers aren't laying fucking pieces of that shit. Yeah. It gets out of hand very quickly. No, for sure. For sure, dude. I've seen it firsthand. I used to collect for a bookie. It is what it is, brother. You know? James, have you ever, did you ever bet? Oh, yeah. I love betting. I love gambling. But you know what? I did, like, because 
for the Super Bowl, I downloaded FanDuel and bet on that. So, like, afterwards, I went and checked out, like, the casino. It's not the same at all. I didn't like it. What's no, the FanDuel casino? Like, you can play, like, roulette or slot. And I was, like, trying to play roulette, but I was, like, eh, online. the same. Yeah. No, I wouldn't trust that. I honestly, I really have a tough time trusting like the poker online and shit like that. Cause I remember I had a buddy who would play like when poker online first came out years ago and it was like the new hot thing. I remember I had a buddy who had a like a straight flush, right? And he's going like he's working it up to all in, but then the guy he was playing against had a royal flush which would never fucking happen. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of bullshit. I was like, what is this, fucking Maverick? You know, like, this ain't fucking Maverick. Was it a computer or a real person? A computer game. It was a computer. He was yeah. a real person, but he was playing on a computer against another real person. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It even it even happens at real casinos, too, man. Like, the, they, the computers have taken over so much that, like, they'll, they'll represent things that aren't true. They'll try yeah. to, like, show you hand history on roulette or show you hand history on, like, different games. And, like, the computer sometimes can't recognize that, you know, a 7 and a 2 make a 9, but a 6 and a 3 also make 9. And it gives misrepresentation of the data. It's, like, a very, very slippery slope with gambling and all that. Remember, the house always wins. Like, they're always, always. going to the odds are always in their favor. They're, they, you know, if it's not going to come one way, it's going to come another, you know? Yep. Dude, I'm a big roulette guy, and that's my game when I go. I love, I love roulette. roulette. Love a little roulette. I play outside, though. Red or black, odd or even. Me too. Yeah. Inside like is one-thirds. Yeah. You like the one thirds? They're good too. Yeah. Blackjack yeah, yeah, yeah. was mine. Blackjack. Oh, I love blackjack too. I love it. I, I love it. Yeah, you would, you racist bastard. It's so, so it it's cheats you. Yeah. So Pat, so right now we're let's we're coming towards the top of time. So I want to surmise like where you're at now. You're healthy, you're working, you're in a job you like, your daughter's doing good. And, you know, you're working on a healthy relationship with a, f- a healthy friendship with a female and you're, you know, like things are on the up for you right now, right? Yeah, I mean, things are getting a lot better. Um, like I said, I, I'd say that since the new year has been the really time of my uh, starting to like, get it all back. And like I said, it, that first month probably was doing much of nothing and just sitting there not spending any money just to stabilize all my bill payments and get get ahead for to build something. Yeah. Uh, so I took the new job in the middle of January, uh, right in the beginning of March, my company pulled off of the project, which was a minute from my daughter's house mm. because they didn't get paid, mm. um, which was like, uh, oh my God, I just lost my new job. Like thinking that was it for me. I was just a month in with this company. Um, and they said, uh, we're going to pay you take the rest of the week off. We're going to find you work. You know, we're, we want to hold on to you. You've in a month's time, we feel like you have something, a really good set of tools and like a respect of a lot of people. What are you like, doing really with, what is the new job? So I'm in construction management. Um, I'm basically an assistant supervisor for all the work that gets done. Hell so yeah. the first project I worked on, they were building a 96 apartment complex and I'm walking Damn. through buildings having like, I don't even, bro, you know, I have older brothers. Like I always ate food and hung out. I never did like shop class or anything like that. So like, I don't even know how to use a measuring tape sometimes. Man. <laughs> I had to like, learn how to do the basics of everything. Yeah. Um, so it's a that, great thing uh, to learn though. Yeah. And like I said, the number one thing that it's based is a lot of it's personality based. You got to know how to talk to people. And that's one oh, thing. Oh, you're that a I've guy's guy. Said. You're a guy's yeah. guy. 
you'll fit right in on the job site. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not a fucking ball breaker. The worst yeah. thing on a job site is to be a fucking Johnny Hardnuts ball breaker. Those guys always get shit on. Those guys always get thrown off the job site. Like you're you're just a guy's guy. Hey, do your work and I'm not going to be up your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the name of the game. Exactly. And and like I said, uh, you know, it's kind of like I said, as bad as it was, because I took this new job and it was like on my way to my daughter's school, two minutes from her school. So like I would go to take her to work with me, drop her off at school, go back to work, work the whole day, be home. Mm-hmm. I lost that 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 specific work. And now I'm working in Newark, New Jersey, which is an hour and a half each way um, on a new project that's finishing up. And I'm probably getting transferred to Bayonne, which is it's it's but it's like, you know what? The opportunities in front of me. Yep. I want to work like, yep. you know, if I bring it up to the right people and explain the story the right way, like the opportunities in front of me right now to reclaim some of that. And like I said, if I heal this, this big financial burden I created for myself, like I will be just as right back in the game with everything. I just got to literally take a step back, which has never been my thing. I've always been a guy that's took a step forward, but like I'm taking a step back with power, you know, on my, on my feet so that I can rebuild, you know? I'm yeah. not I'm not uh, introverting anymore. I'm extroverting, but I'm extroverting with control so that I'm not just like trying to act like I'm something I'm not. You know, yeah. I you know, I've had to tell my friends like I told my friends like I can't go to concerts anymore because I can't afford it. And then they'll call me and say, hey, we're picking you up. We're taking you to a concert. It's on us. And I'm like, that's cool. But like, I can't pay you for it. And they're like, we know we just like hanging out with you. You're that good of a person. And we want to see you happy. And we know you, we, you've explained to us what you did. We, we've been there before in different situations. We support you because we love you and we don't see people like you. And, you know, I, I've rubbed shoulders with people I never thought I should be in the same room with. I've made an impact on people that you would think that they have nothing to gain from a person like me. And what it all taught me in the end is that I'm just as gifted as any one of these other people that that have it on paper, that I have it in my heart and in my mind yeah. to, to be somebody that people just go, I need this guy around me more. Like yeah. he just, he brings it better. Like the whole atmosphere is better. He turns up everybody around us when we're together. You know, he's got this kindness that is not mistaken for something else other than what it naturally is, which is just a guy who wants everybody to enjoy themselves. You know, I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't agree more. You're a one of one brother. Absolutely. So we are coming towards the top of time though, Pat, is there anything you want to say to the Pat Kane faithful before we get out of here? Uh, I, like I said, first of all, I just want to thank you, Jamie, Justin, Matt, you guys know, this is a great experience for me. It's its own therapy. I love having just you, talking brother. about like just being able to, even bounce off ideas amongst people that you may not know that well, but you can tell a story to and, you know, maybe find some honesty in your own story. But um, other than that, you know, I'm going back to the same three rules that we talked about last time. It'll be a summary of that again. And, you know, I have three rules to live life by. Uh, one is to embrace your weird. Second is wear your scars like a badge of honor. And the third one is to never forget that love always wins. So Amen, whenever brother. you struggle, whenever you need that push up, just remember Big Pat told you that you're loved and you have to deal with it. Hey, that's the truth, man. That's the absolute <laughs> truth. Awesome. Love that. Uh, thank you for being on, Pat. This is all honestly love it, man. You're one dude, super excited for this. So happy to get you back on. I knew this was gonna be a blast. So thank you. But uh, Jane, what about you? What do you got to say before we take off? Uh go team Selena. Whoa. <laughs> that's a statement. That's a statement. All right. Uh, Jalen Derb, anything you want to say to the J-Dub Nation before we get out of here? I would like quarterly updates on Big Pat, and I love you too. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of loving Big Pat, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'm coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and the man, the myth, the legend that is Pat Patty Cake Kane. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. The Working Pete Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.